This is Pave It Black. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Pave It Black, the official podcast of the National Asphalt Pavement Association. My name is Richard Willis, and today we're joined by Valerie Ector. Valerie spent years working in the asphalt industry and now has become a social media expert and is helping construction, the construction industry and the asphalt industry recruit, retain, and make themselves known to the general public. Valerie, welcome aboard. How are you doing today? Good. Thank you for having me. Could you tell us a little bit about your past experience with the asphalt industry and what you did when you were a part of it? Absolutely. So I spent 12 and a half years working uh, for a liquid asphalt supplier located in the upper Midwest. Uh, My tenure involved working also in the Texas region, Rocky Mountain region, and even into the Pacific Northwest, selling liquid asphalt to construction entities. However, the start of my journey really began when I was selling emulsions and seal coat materials to county highway officials in South Dakota, Nebraska, and Iowa. So Valerie, it seems like quite a jump to go from selling emulsions and seal coats to selling yourself and being on social media. Why did you make this transition and how did you make the transition from asphalt to the social media world? So as much as I loved the asphalt industry and the people in the industry, I essentially got burnt out from just the travel, the stress of the job. I think we can all relate to that. While I was in the industry, I had actually gotten my certification as a holistic health coach because I knew that I needed to manage my stress more efficiently and effectively. So when the time came, um, there was a lot of changes within our organization, and I just knew that that was the time to kind of switch into more of a coaching atmosphere. And one thing I noticed with coaching was I really loved to share my content on social media and I enjoyed educating the audience on LinkedIn and Facebook and Instagram. And that's how I ended up getting coaching clients was really using those platforms. So fast forward another few years and I was working with one of my coaching clients and he started complaining about the stress of the fact that he did not have a social media manager and he needed one. And that's essentially when I said, hey, I raised my hand, I'll do it. And that was really how I got into working for others, managing social media. And over the past two years, I've missed working within the construction and asphalt industries. And that's really where a lot of my expertise came from. I'm a civil engineer as well. I got my, I had my bachelor of science in civil engineering. And so I really wanted to utilize my industry knowledge. And that's where I started to really put myself out there on social media educating on how to essentially use social media within the construction and paving and engineering sectors to build brand awareness and just become the the voice of the industry. Now that's interesting. I think about my involvement on social media and while I'm I'm trying to do better, I am the person that joined social media basically so my parents could see pictures of grandkids. But there there's so many untapped resources. So one of those potential areas that I think a lot of construction companies could use social media for is really workers. It is getting workers to realize what you're doing as a company, getting people to become interested in working for you. And even it could be, I've seen companies use it effectively as even a retention tool 
how do you think social media is playing a role in that re recruitment and retention of workers? Um, and what could people be doing more along those lines? The thing is, construction is an aging industry. We all know that. We're losing a lot of our tenured employees who have so much knowledge um, to retirement every day. You know, not, not only industry professionals, but DOT people. There has been a void in regard to attracting and retaining our high potential employees. And social media can play a huge part in that. A, a lot of contractors have really not gravitated towards social media to recruit and retain. How they're doing that is they're utilizing their content to really tell the story of what their business is, is like. So essentially, if they have a, a job, maybe a project manager role that they're looking to fill, they content stack. That's a, that's a social marketing term, <laughs> social media term, content stacking. So they develop a strategy on how they want to attract potential um, employees to their job opening. So they first obviously will roll out the job opening on LinkedIn possibly, maybe even Facebook, Instagram. From there, they may actually do a video and say, hey guys, you know, here's an inside look at our staff meeting. You know, just a quick 10 second video that kind of gives everyone an inside look into what it would be like to work there. Then the third day or the next piece of content that stacks into that is they might talk about the employee benefits. So they may say, you know, we do a post that mentions they have paid time off, we have an employee assistance program, we have community service options. And then the fourth piece of content that they might provide is maybe it's an, a newsletter or an email that goes out to their entire email list where they highlight all of those things I just talked about along with providing, again, the link to the job opening. Um, so it really, it's that whole marketing funnel. However, it's geared towards finding the perfect fit for the job opening. That's one way um, contractors are utilizing social media. There's another way too, and this one's even, this one's more cool for, for the analytical people listening. <laughs> so there's advertising where you can actually do like Facebook ads or Instagram ads and target a demographic of people you want to hire so you can actually select an age range maybe you're looking for just a really good flagger so you might want to look for a younger person you can target the demographic of 18 to 25 someone who likes outdoors who maybe lives in a certain region and maybe they have an interest in business development or personal development and i think construction and paving has always offered a lot of development for the people who are willing to take it and so you can actually select all those demographics and then pay to have your post go out to those that specific demographic. So all of a sudden you've crowded out people that don't fit that demographic and you're just zoning in on those that really maybe would be a perfect fit for that position opening. No, that's inter very interesting. I've been recently exposed to that kind of world and as the engineer seeing the hey this is how much you spent per click or per impression it really helps you understand the the reach that you can have and i definitely think that it provides a lot of value are there any other tips or tricks that the asphalt company should keep in mind when using social media or is really that kind of the best way to to go about doing it so i have a lot of tips and tricks and the first and foremost is you have to be authentic 
When COVID hit this year, and it hit us all pretty hard, it was unexpected, people had a sense of wanting safety. And I hear a lot of, a lot of people say that consumers aren't willing to spend money, and that's incorrect. Consumers are more than willing to spend money on things that they make them feel safe, make them feel like they are getting exactly what they're wanting, whether it be a, um, a residential parking lot that needs to be done and, and the property owner maybe is considering not wanting to spend money. But if he finds that right payment contractor who he feels safe with and feels like he's going to get truly the best value for, he's more than willing to invest in that. Another thing is obviously staying on brand and align, aligning with your company mission and values. You don't ever want to deviate from that. If you're posting memes and just going in with no strategy, uh, that's truly one of the biggest downfalls for a lot, of, a lot of construction and paving companies. And what a strategy looks like, again, is really relaying or detailing out oh, at least a week or a month's worth of what are the different topics that are important right now within within the paving sector and construction sector and how can we resonate on a deeper level with our community and with our followers and how can we educate more and so the biggest flaws i see again are contractors in the paving industry not utilizing the ability to educate the audience for my personal brand you know that's that's what i do is i seek to educate and it's amazing how when you seek to educate and not and not seek to sell, how people gravitate towards you. And so that's an that's another flaw is there's a lot of sales that's going on in social media and really consumers are shying away from that strategy. Lastly, I want to say don't be afraid to get in front of the camera. In an age where we literally are being told to cover up and wear masks, I think the biggest a flaw that people have in their social media strategy is not utilizing video to connect with your audience and to build that relationship face-to-face -face per se versus just posting a project image. I think it's really all-encompassing. You need project pictures to show how great of work you can do. You need video to show your personality, your business's personality, but also you need educational tips to really help. The key is always to help. Yeah, I can't stress enough the idea about putting people in your, in your social media. While I can, not everyone can connect to a paper. But when they see people like them and they, they can start to see themselves be a part of that process, so they, they can see, hey, that person's like me, they're working on that job, maybe it's something that I can do too. And so it allows people to connect. Absolutely. Like you mentioned, it's we, we love seeing projects. Everyone loves to see a great project. We, I love to see milling machines. That's such a weird thing. But I, I'm like mesmerized by watching milling machines and even paving machines. But people consume content differently. And there's so many people, especially right now, that just want to connect. I think a lot of that even depends on, you have to know what audience is using what platform and what's appropriate. Besides not having a strategy, which may be mistake number one, what are some other common mistakes that you see people making uh, on social media? Another mistake is not, again, thinking about what the consumer wants to see or how they consume content. So I truly feel that a good strategy consists of the um, having video, having images, having written content, but then also 
uh, a mistake that I see is not understanding your audience. You know, you should really start with identifying who your target market is. And so for instance, if we're looking, let's go back to the property manager um, scenario. Maybe this property manager has 30 different residential properties that they manage and they need paving done, they need commercial paving done. So the key to social media is to get into his head, to get into his shoes and feel the concerns that he has so that you can speak to those within social media, you know, address his concerns of how long are my tenants going to have to stay off the parking lot. And I don't feel like a lot of those in construction and, and paving take the time to consider that, consider who that audience is that they're trying to target, or they're not thinking outside the box and realizing that they actually have maybe four, maybe five different targets that they want to address. And you can do that in social media. You just need to be very pinpointed with your messaging. And you'll notice that with a lot of the work that I do is I'm very targeted. I'll say, hey, contractors. Or I might, if I'm talking about retirement, like I did in one of my last videos, I'll say, I'll just start with retirement. So you kind of know right off the start who I'm targeting. And that's what pulls in and attracts those people that are currently in that season of life. Another quick suggestion that um, tend to be mistakes is hashtags. A lot of people don't know or don't realize that hashtags are searchable. So on Instagram, there's actually an analytical tool that allows you on each post to get insights to see how many people found your post just based on the hashtag. That's the wonderful thing about social media is it's backed up with the analytics and the data. And so um, having a hashtag strategy, knowing the popular hashtags, but also knowing hashtags that work for the audience that you're trying to address is vitally important. On some of my clients' um, Instagram accounts, their hashtags account for 40% of the viewership. Those are new viewers. Those are people coming in from all across the world that went into Instagram and searched maybe hard hats, you know, whatever it might be, whatever we might have used there, or residential paving. You know, they searched that, and then what do you know? Our post came right up there with, you know, the others. That is so valuable, and that's the best way to really grow your platforms is to utilize hashtags in the appropriate way. I know that that's something that I've, I know I need to work more on. I, but I think that goes back to having that strategy and having a pointed message and knowing who your audience is. Another issue, and this is a big issue that I'm seeing from the contracting and paving side is some of them are actually developing really good content and they're doing a good job of that, but then they're not following up on that. There's another side of social media that talks about the interaction <laughs> and speaks to communicating with your audience and connecting with them. And that's the powerful thing about social media. It's like a phone call, except you do it digital, digitally and you're able to talk to potential clients or current clients in the comments under the social post. But what I'm seeing is a contractor will go in and post and then not even follow up with any of the comments or acknowledge any of the shares that they got. And that is a huge, huge mistake because right when someone comments, that gives that contractor the ability to go back to that potential customer or that consumer 
and interact with them. And interaction is so important within the sales and purchasing process. Yeah, I mean, if you, if you really think about it, social media is the closest thing a lot of us have to community right now. I'm gonna end with one more question. One of the things that we've been trying to get a lot of the NAPA members and the contractors to do is be more active in telling the story of the asphalt industry. We do a, a lot of good things that nobody knows a lick about. And when you start talking to people about it, they're like, really, huh? What recommendations would you give to the industry on how to leverage social media to tell our story? I love that question. <laughs> Literally just set me up for what I wanted to finish with. And this, it's funny because we must be on the same wavelength here. We, we as the construction community and paving community, we have such a huge opportunity here to not only tell our stories, but to really just to be a leader within the business world. Uh, we have so much talent. It's construction, it's paving, it's these skilled trades. I truly don't understand why we wouldn't want to present that and get people excited about the work that we do. And here's the thing, Richard. I think in a sense, we've kind of lost that excitement ourselves. And that's something I've been working on really steadily over the past few years is reminding contractors and pavers why we're doing this and why our work is so incredibly important and why we are why we should be sharing that with the world because we are working on fantastic projects you know we are building mega interstates and roadways and that's what's going to attract people that's it solves a lot of our problems to be able to talk about that and share that knowledge and that history uh, we attract those people into the industry that we need from a recruiting standpoint. I got nothing else to say to that. that. I think you're you're right on target there. And so, Valerie, I just wanted to say again, thank you so much for coming and having this conversation with me today. Um, I know I have learned a lot of things that we can do as an industry or even just the promotion of this podcast to try to get more people involved, get more people listening. Absolutely. Social media is, has so many amazing opportunities to really help every single construction business. I just want to thank everyone for joining us again as we started season two of the Pave It Black podcast, the official podcast of the National Asphalt Pavement Association. I'm your host, Richard Willis. And just remember, as you're driving around the highways in America, there's a good chance someone paved it black. Pave It Black is produced by Monica Dutcher of the National Asphalt Pavement Association with podcast theme music credits to Colleek. You can find Pave It Black on most of your favorite platforms, including SoundCloud and iTunes, or at www.asphaltpavement.org podcast. If you would like to suggest someone for us to interview, please email Richard Willis at rwillis at asphaltpavement.org. That's R-W-I-L-L-I-S at asphaltpavement.org. Until next time, keep paving it black.